ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shadow Spear edition. Until we discuss Shadow Spear again at some point in the future, maybe, who knows. I'm Alan. And I'm Henry, the other tip of the other spear. Okay, I... The light spear, if you it, will. It's a new direction, but I support it. So, uh, Shadow Spear, that's coming out, and looks... I like it, I like the look of it. We've discussed this before a couple of times. Oh As yeah, is. and I, I've laid into the whole stealth librarian psychomand, which I, I, you know, I have my personal reservations. People can enjoy it if they like. You know, it's free world. I'm not going to stop you had people. About a ten minute it. rant about that psychoman. I hate it. <laughs> I really hate a lot of stuff about it. But forget it. That's yeah. stuff of the past. It is. Let's look to the future. Right. We also uh, we have the Abaddon model, which we can look at. Real quick. Abaddon. Did you want to discuss that first before we launch into the rules Let's... and what our opinion is? Because that's what it's going to be. We're looking at what we think of the new Shadow Spear units and their rules. Hang Andy on. Wells. Hang on. We're dancing everywhere at the minute. Yeah, that, I'm, I'm like. Let's, let's. Shadow Spear first. All right, Shadow Spear first. We'll plot a course. There we go. So, uh, we're just going through the Spiker Bits article because that's where we have the rules. Can I just shoot the first blade of death? Before we get weapon? to the blade gun, before we okay, get okay, to yes, any yes, positives, yes. any positives whatsoever, yes. on top of this stupid psychoman, please tell me that the suppressor squad is one of the most stupid things that you've ever seen in 40k. You mean the jump infantry unit with... They're like rabbits, but with giant autocannons and shock feet. <laughs> Yes. Which at first sounds amazing. <laughs> Whatever you're but thinking of, if you haven't seen the model, it's more awesome than what we have. Like, by the, do they have like? Because we can't see how the jet like is. Like, you know how like normal jump marines have like the two like big old fuck off cylinders in the back, which are like how they everywhere. You can't see that on these guys. It's a singular tube. Yeah, on the back. On the back. And it, yeah. And it, it seems like that just looks stable. terrible. And there's nothing about that. The A says Imperium. First of all, this says Eldar. Eldar are the guys who have jump packs and heavy weapons. A la Shadow Spectres, right? Yep. Space Marines shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't have a four-ton man whizzing around the air. <laughs> like, it's not how the Imperium works. The Imperium works as a heavy juggernaut of steel slowly crushing over you. That's what the Imperium is. It's not a darting, crystalline... Flying rabbit man. I you know. I have opinions. We'll, we'll get to them when we get there, and how they kind of work rules wise. Uh, but things yeah, I but don't think model wise. Model wise, look, look, we'll get there. They look silly, but we'll discuss. We'll save that for when we get to them. Master possession. The sorcerer in a dinner dress. So he moves six inches. WS three plus BS three plus strength four, toughness four, four wounds, tax three, leadership nine, three plus armor save. I I honestly wouldn't whiz through all those stats because. They just oh. mean nothing. Oh, they mean right. nothing. Like to people like what me, I do? need I need the stats in front of me. Okay. Like special rules, I can understand, but stats like if you read them out, I just can't visualize it. I don't know. Maybe they're writing them down as we go. They could be. <laughs> I would advise they just look it up. <laughs> <laughs> that too. No, don't do that. Don't listen to the podcast. Yeah. Anyway, so this chap has five plus invulnerable save and uh, rights of possession. Psychers suffer perils of the warp on any psychic test roll of a double that is made for them instead of just double one or double six while they're within 12 inches of any enemy models with this ability. May I stop you there? That's not bad. It's not bad. 
But he's called a master of possession. Well. And all he does is make you perils. Well, it, it's more that... Because um, they've kind of upped the capabilities of summoning with this as well. But specifically only for the new release faction of... Um, what are they called? Demonkin. Is it Demonkin? Demonkin. Yeah. yeah, it's specifically Demonkin. And uh, GW actually released a tweet very recently as well that basically said, yes, they're not Chaos Patrons, they're not Plague Marines, they're not Zinch, they're a separate faction, which means that they are weakened significantly. Because people were saying things like, oh yeah, it'd be really cool to take these guys with other demons like Mortarion and stuff like that. No, no, no. They're their own faction. You can't mix them. Well, you can mix with summoning. You can mix them like when it comes to different detachments. So you could just have a detachment of like a master possession yeah. and some troops. But they aren't something you can just throw in willy-nilly. But also master of possession. Like, if you're going to be summoning demons, master of possession. Possession. You've got to possess something. Yeah, I, I agree. The, the wording isn't quite right. In that, I... But it also upsets me because it's stupid. Because when I heard master of possession, I thought, fuck me, this is going to be something fun. Like, either he's going to be classic old-school chaos where they were possessed by a greater demon... And then the greater demon would erupt from their body, which I thought, yes, this is going to be awesome. It's also going to make um, chaos demons. Um, great, uh, greater demons actually like viable if you could take it so that they erupted from like a small guy. Like you paid like 100 points for them instead of 300. In, back in the olden days, you basically paid for the greater demon and then they started off inside one of your characters, which could be pretty much anything from a leader to a I think weren't aspiring champions and so on characters yep. back then as well. So they yep. could literally be the sergeant of a squad. Secretly had a great demon in him. The other awesome thing as well was that you wouldn't tell your where he was, like yeah. the, the demon. You take and then suddenly an aspiring champion would get to close combat and he's strength six and beating people with, you know, five attacks each. It's like, okay, <laughs> we're think, in trouble. <laughs> I think I know where he is. Yeah. There's a chance you'd burst out early. God damn, those rules are fucking awesome. I want them back. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought when I heard Master of Possession. Or yeah. I'm thinking like some awesome Evil Dead type thing, you know, where he's just controlling people's minds. That could be awesome, yeah. And I was thinking like, oh my God, this dude in a dinner dress, he might look like a spanner, but he might have some cool rules. Never mind. He's just a spanner. Sadly, yeah. Yeah, he's just a spanner. But, oh, by the way, when it comes to the summoning bullshite, because nowadays they have the spell, isn't it? What was it? Spell. The spell, which is a uh, warp charge of seven, and you get to summon with 4d6 instead of 3d6, with no chance of mortal wounds on doubles. That's a so spell for this demon is a spell. This, is, this is a new spell for this faction. All right. Because normally with summoning, you elect not to move, and then you get to roll 3d6, and you do you have to roll over their power level? Yeah, basically whatever... Um result you get on the 3d6 is the maximum power level unit you could summon but it can only be one unit yeah so if you are like a 14 you could technically summon like scarbrand or something like that now because some people have maths on this and it's quite interesting because with this spell first of all originally summoning you couldn't move to do it but when it comes to uh, this one you can move and then try and cast it on a warp charge of seven which with a reroll is pretty likely and so then the people have done, okay, what happens if you have 4d6 as a case with the spell and plus one from the Venom Crawler? Because Venom Crawler, by the way, spoiler, gives you plus one to any summoning rolls. 
So a demon prince is power level 8, meaning you have a 98.84% chance of summoning him. 97% if you want wings on him. Uh, 30 bloodletters is power level 12, meaning you have an 84.1% chance of summoning them. And it's pretty fucking nutty. I think Bloodthirster with a reroll is about 50% chance of being able to summon. So, basically, when, when I said the other week with the uh, assassins and how they were sideboarding, and I said, wouldn't it be fucking awesome if that's what Chaos Summoning is going to be with demons? Looks like it is. Well, yes and no, though. Because you still have to pay the points for them. Yeah, you need to like have the you're, points set aside. Same you're not getting demons for free. No. And the other problem as well is that because the Chaos Demon Codex was um, pretty cut and dry, like there wasn't a lot of lore and thematics to it, yeah, uh, basically means that a lot of the demons are very, very similar. And there is just a winner. Right? So Plague yeah. Bearers. Plague Bearers are just the winner. So that's what you want to summon almost every time. Maybe a Bloodthirster. Oh, no, Bloodletters. Bloodlesser true too. Because you can summon um, them in and then they get the 3d6 charge and then a shit ton of attacks. I think they can then fight twice. True, that might be viable. It basically might well means be viable. Taking 30 bloodletters before to do like a bloodletter bomb was cool, but you also had to have the rest of detachment of those demons. Whereas now you don't have to have the rest of that detachment. You could just have specifically those 30 bloodletters. Or two lots of blood letters in reserve for like turn one, turn two. But then I don't actually know what the uh, the rules regarding um, like army bonuses are. Then like do they just get no army bonus; they're just blood I letters. I don't think they'll get their faction bonus. They'll just be a bunch of blood letters. A bunch you should of still dudes. be able to use the stratagems on them, I believe. Although yeah. the faction bonuses sure. for demons were fairly shit, actually, yeah. I seem to remember. They're fellowship, but the, the stratagems are amazing, and you can't use the stratagems on them. I remember now. You have to have the detachment to be able to access the stratagems. So if you, I think if you had another... Yes, yes, you do. Uh, simply because this was a whole thing with the uh, Death Guard and like taking Plague Bearers and all that sort of stuff. You can't use the demon stratagems unless you have detachment from the demons. So you can't use this to get a free Bloodletter Bomb. You have to have it in a detachment. Which really? then makes it useless because you can't use the stratagem. As you, you like either you get the stratagems or the summon, and the stratagems are better, so you just take the stratagems. So you take the detachment, which basically means summoning is still a bag of wank. <laughs> yeah, completely. If that if that is the case, yep, that is currently the bag case. of wank. They might errata it, or it might be in the uh, Demon King Codex. It might be something different, but as it stands, yeah. As someone who has both <laughs> a demon army and a plague, plague guard army or death guard, whatever you want to call them, it's fucking frustrating. Like, this has... I'm now desperately trying to think of the bonus you get here. Okay, um... so the actual bonus, the only ever bonus of this demon summoning is it protects your own detachment. So if you want to take plague bearers, as chaos, but you don't want to take a detachment of demons, you take them as a summon. And that way you preserve your own detachment. I suppose, yeah. That's the only way. You don't have to... That's it. You don't have to take a shit detachment for some... to have a unit of whatever. So you and it, basically skip out the HQ tax of what the other detachment would be. Um, I guess so there is adaptability, slightly. 
but then but then it just comes down to um plague bearers again because bloodletters beat plague bearers specifically for the stratagems but then if you're not using stratagems you're just thinking plague bearer that depends what your army's doing also like a uh, zinch flamers are pretty good in certain circumstances <laughs> like is that knights no Nothing. Bloodletters are okay against knights if it's a bloodletter bomb, but without stratagems, yeah. Okay, this is fucking awful then. Yep. <sighs> Which is it's, again, it's very sad, isn't it? It's very sad. Yeah, it's but... like you have a you have a chance to rectify something which is a complete cock whistle, and you don't rectify it. That... It's like G W. What are you doing? Come on. Yeah. Okay. Get your shit together. If if. If there is a way to use stratums with it, if we're wrong on this or if they errata it, in which case it gets a lot more interesting very quickly. Until that point, eh. It's uh, another hidden myth for chaos, basically. Yeah. It's like Imperium, Imperium, have everything you want. Chaos, actually, no. <laughs> chaos, Imperium. You, get a, you get a new way of unreliable sideboarding that isn't that useful. Imperium, Where's... you better have a really cheap way of shutting down entire armies turn one or making their turn one a lot more difficult. Yeah, it's just like, have everything. Have all the bells, all the whistles, all the cock whistles. Chaos, we're going to make it nip. We're going to make it sandbaggy. Basically, fuck off and pick Space Marines. I mean, in the last edition of the game, every Chaos Space Marine player that was trying to play the game competitively, other than the true hardcore fans, which are the ones that I like, uh, were basically saying the best way to play them would just be play a space marine faction, like a sub space marine faction. Like if you pay space wolves, I think last edition they were just a better version of chaos space marines. Which is a sad time for chaos because when we started out fourth edition, chaos were absolute bastards in the best way. Yeah, they did their job of being. They're like Abaddon new model bastard level, and I'm dropping paint pots like crazy right now. <laughs> I have to pick these up. <laughs> okay, so. He also casts two psychic powers a turn and can deny two any uh, smite and two psychic powers, but fuck all of that. Fuck all of that noise. I mean, unless they have some crazy Mondo powers. I seem to remember looking at them and the main one is the summoning one. That's <laughs> well, forget it then. Uh, Alright, Chaos Space Marines. They're there. They have weapon options. There's I mean, nothing really new or interesting about any changes they've made here. It's just they have new models. Those new models are sexy as fuck, though. They are. They are really sexy. And that counts for a lot in my book. No, it really does. However, 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 apparently in the Shadow Spear box, um, a lot of the models are easy to build, mm -hmm. which means that it's monopose. Push fit, boys. Which is concerning, given that they are new Chaos Space Marines. Yes, lovely. But if I take 60 of them, is there a box set coming out, or am I going to have I, to pay? I, apparently there's a lot more coming for Chaos. Including, okay, they've like, shown off a picture of a Havoc and things. So I think oh, we're good. getting like more Chaos boxes to come, which is fucking awesome. I think we are going to get new basic troops. Okay, I'm, that's great. I'm very excited. I think Chaos is getting more in the next few months, which is so great. So great. Which I don't understand why we're waiting till now to get. Are you saying... <laughs> That if Chaos Chosen finally get a fucking box, it'll be, you know, a little overdue. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm that just saying the fact they've never had a box bothers me slightly. I'm just saying, get creative. <laughs> That's GW. It's like Space Marines. 
have i'm sorry that we keep going on about it but like it's getting ridiculous how far behind the gas is but i'm glad that we're catching up it's good yeah it's good about time for chaos to get some love okay good to be bad possessed first of all i love these models they're cool models but their feet positioning is fucked it, it completely it absolutely is these guys are gonna like it's like get broken i'm gonna times. run at you in the most derpy way possible Tra -la 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 -la. it might be the positioning of the camera yeah i'm really hoping it is because it's like dawn of war 3 theatrical release trailer Levels space marine running <laughs> like that, that was hilariously bad super high knees flipping the cars <laughs> but what the, do they do also another thing i love about these two models is that they are really good adaptations of the last chaos possessed kit but they've yeah. clearly taken design cues from that and made a gritty reboot for the modern era yeah it, it's most definitely an improvement which is a good step because the old possessed were cool kind of when they first came out but extremely dated very very quickly they were cool because they were really customizable to make your own weird looking possessed the problem was there was no cool combination you could make with them also like all of the stuff was oversized for them so you had like a teeny tiny chaos space marine torso and then like huge hands <laughs> your masturbation days are over <laughs> Zinch smiles. <laughs> Zanesh, Zanesh, less happy. Zanesh then put a mouth on the inside of their hand. That's why they have it. That is why they have it. But there's too many teeth, Zanesh nods enthusiastically. Right. There can never be enough. <laughs> yeah, the, these models are really awesome. Um, I I'm... have to say I do prefer the skull face man. Yes, he is. he's definitely the better one of the two. His claw is majestic. Yes. And his hand is pretty darn cool. In fact, the whole fucking model. I just like that whole fucking model. Yeah. The backpack is sweet. Yeah. it's As uh, a man who doesn't like backpacks, that's a sweet backpack. All right. Let's look at the rules. I was not sold on them at all until I saw they had the character keyword. Actually thought that. That was my initial response as well. I was like, these guys are going to suck unless they have character. They do have character. Okay, I didn't now I'll read the, the rules. I they would. I thought they would just be like obliterators and that they're a big boy who can get shot. But no, they're surprisingly fucking sturdy. They're also not like far off the power level of a fucking hive turret in close combat, which is sad for Tyranids. Anyway. Yeah. So they hit on twos, which is fucking great. They have strength five, which is good, but it gets better. Because they have um, AP minus two damage D three weapons for close combat, which is pretty fucking good. With five attacks, so you know they're going to get a fucking lot of attacks off. Now, they can be taken in like squads of up to two. Doesn't fucking matter um, because they move as their own unit afterwards. They're like small vehicles in that sense. They'll just split up and go their own way. Yeah, five plus invulnerable yeah. save. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Thank you. I was hoping you would do that. Three plus armor <laughs> save, and they add one to the strength characteristic of any Mark of Chaos Legion Demon units whilst they're within six of any friendly mods with this ability. Anyway, so they'll be always attacking on strength of six, which is fucking great. This is basically Hive Tyrant territory. They're characters with less than ten wounds, so they're not going to get shot. The only downside I have to this is when it comes to buffing demons. They only buff um, Chaos Demons with the same mark of Chaos as them in the same Legion as them. So you can't do cool shit like buffing up Chaos Demons. Because apparently, Chaos Demons it would be too dangerous if they had this. To be fair, you could get Strength yeah. 6 Plague Bearers from this, which would say, be terrifying. You get Strength 6 uh, Blood Letters 
That's the scarier thing. That's also terrifying, yeah. Oh, God, what can you do with Bloodthirsters? A lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of damage. You could make, like, Zlanesh Demons nearly playable. You could. You like, could, but then why not just take Bloodletters? Yeah, <laughs> then no, why exactly. Because, admittedly, this would be a bit too powerful with buffing standard demons, because then you could have, like, plus two strength on all of them with the buffing of the HQ. Which, you Ooh, know... Oh, shit. Also, don't forget that it would buff all Death Guard weapons again. Oh, yeah, with these, like, Plague Burst vehicles. Are these yeah, with the drones or the flamers based on their strength? Death Spitters, yeah. So you could get plus one from the uh, Pox Springer, like, Lord guy. Mm. I forget his name. I forget what they call him. But anyway, the, the old Herald of uh, Nurgle. And then use one of these guys as well, and they'll be on strength nine with flamethrowers. Which is Eldar territory. <laughs> yeah. You can't have Chaos having that. That'd be unfair. Yeah, so these guys, also the thing that upsets me is, yes, they are pretty decent at close combat. Like, not bad. Not bad. What do you mean, not bad? They're fucking good. They're pretty darn good. They're pretty darn good. But only going seven a turn. I mean, given that the characters, okay, that is really nice. I don't what know. What just do you a, want here? They're just a bit messy. They're a bit messy. Yeah, they don't do any one thing particularly well, but I think they're just like a nice threat Plus, overload. They also give... work weirdly well with the Venom Crawler. What the fuck oh was God. that? <laughs> that is my uh, tray of bits trying to make a die for the floor. <laughs> Which would be bad, as we all know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel pretty mixed on these guys. They're also quite a lot of points. They're like near 100 points. I think I have the points uh, tucked away somewhere. Not even. It's like 80 something. Uh, 80 okay, the one. Greater Possessed is 70, apparently. Okay, that's not too bad. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Not too bad. But then you they consider that. do enough for the points? Exactly. That's, that's the other points. trouble. Plus, again, if you get to screening and I throw a unit of Plague Bearers in front of this guy, which is the exact same points. He just, it'll take him three turns to chew through them. Yeah. Which is just, yeah. And then we've equalized on points, but also you've done nothing. So. Play bearers are sturdy motherfuckers. Play bearers are very sturdy. Any other comments before we depart on this? Summary, summarizing thoughts on these chaps? Uh, I would really enjoy it if they did more for other factions. Like, again, I would. Just, why not have Chaos Synergy? Why not have it? The Imperium has everything. Why can't no, we have That Chaos would be unfair if Chaos had it. Well, <laughs> I think it might be unfair versus, like, Xenos, but come on, we can't have, like, some anti-Imperial power here. Yeah. It can't just be all Guardsmen with their flashlights. Like, flashlights. My, my, my review of them will basically be, I don't think they're so bad that I wouldn't run them. Say, if I was going to run a fluffy game or... An, a game which I played, so it's not completely fluffy, like with a little bit of teeth to it. I wouldn't mind bringing these chaps, because the models are sexy. They're not too yeah. bad. They do some I, I mean, I would definitely put them in the camp of, I would take them. Yeah. I would definitely, definitely. take them, uh, because I like the model. And they're just fun. They are definitely fun. I like the idea that they just run around and punch things, which, as we were saying before, like with the more hedonistic chaos, I do like that style. Like, they should just be more individually powerful. Yeah. But they do... I think the whole... Buffing, buffing demons is a weird one from a law point of view, though, because, I mean, it's meant to be a demon inside them. Um, yeah, I, I, unless but it's also meant to be, like, they're a host to a demon. And, like, if they're giving plus one strength to everyone around them, it's like they're now a herald. Yeah, maybe they're possessed by a herald. There you go. There's the yeah, law. it could be. Could be. That's the law. Yeah. 
Ablaterators. Ablaterators. Okay. The jacked. The biggest thing. Which, um, okay. First of all, yeah, the models are amazing. Like truly fucking amazing. They're jacked. Like good god, fucking, these models. Like a cross between dreadnought, terminator, and a fucking armory, and it's awesome. <laughs> Not to mention 500 pounds of pure muscle. Yeah, I would not want to fight one of these in under any circumstances. I would just be dead. And a cost. The cost of them? I'm joking about the GW being overpriced. <laughs> oh. Okay, oh dear. the main thing which I thought when I saw these models is amazing, but one of the things which made obliterators really, really fucking good was the ability to use endless cacophony on them, which I think is these Lanesh... Um, Fire twice. Which is fire twice. Which can only affect infantry. And looking at these guys, you go, are they still going to be classed as infantry? Yes. They are. However, they're now going to be Cult of Destruction Obliterators, not... uh, I don't know if... Again, this Mark of... They can have Marks of Chaos on them. Yeah, but then the fact that... Okay, but they have the Mark of Slanesh on them. But then how do stratagems work on other units in your army outside of your detachment? Because I don't think that works. I don't no, think you I, can use... I think that it's a Slaanesh specific, uh, specific mark. I don't think it's Emperor's Children mark. As uh, in right. um, stratagem. Yeah. So just having the mark of Slaanesh on them means you can use endless cacophony on them. So you can still it, do yeah, that. I guess it depends if it says army or detachment in the uh, in select the unit bit. Because if then you're fucked because these guys won't be in that detachment. Unless it's in a new Chaos Space Marine Codex. Like basically, I think that your various Marks of Chaos are still a unit-based upgrade, as long as it's the same faction. Yeah, but what I mean is when you use a stratagem, it says pick an army in this detachment or pick a... Sorry, pick a unit in this detachment or pick a unit in this army. Which is the distinction. So basically, unless you're taking generic Chaos Space Marine Obliterators, which you should be, and not Demonkin, which you should be... You're going to be fine. The other thing to note is that these obliterators are buffed in their shot output. So their guns are now just assault six. But they actually have less damage per point. Do they? Yes. Oh, because in the scaling up, they've gained additional wounds. I think they've gained a toughness or something similar. They've gained some stats, but they haven't scaled up their damage output to the same degree. So they're less efficient. For damage purposes. They've gained in other ways, in that you can now just have a squad of one, which is arguably useful if you want to fill out detachments. Yeah, this is a pretty nice way to have a heavy support detachment. But they're now like 115 points each. Yeah. Which is a problem. I mean, how many points is a missile side? Missile side, that's going to be like 70-something points. Yeah, and that's better than these guys. Actually, is it? I don't know. Yes. Emphatic yes. What? Strength 8, AP minus 2, damage 2? Strength 7, AP minus 2, damage D3. Emphatic yes, because you can have them hitting on 4s. Well, you can have them technically hitting on 3s, re-rolling every miss, then re-rolling all failed wounds, and you have drone support. Yeah, that's true. So these guys are like worse missile sides. Oh, easily. Basically, obliterators before, they were used in a way where you deep strike them, use endless cacophony on them, and you'd put out a shit ton of damage, and they'd probably die the turn after. What this has done is made them more expensive, 
with without scaling the damage output up to the same degree. So they're now less points efficient for damage. They're marginally more survivable, but not enough so to make them like a, oh damn, they're say broadside levels, whereby they're actually, you know, a sturdy unit. It's just a case of, they're still going to be used in the same way. Deep strike and open fire, endless cacophony. They're now just less points efficient at doing that, which is a shame. Maybe yeah. it's still worthwhile, simply because endless cacophony would go off on the entire unit. And now if the unit has more damage output overall, even if it's more expensive, it means that endless cacophony still saves it. I don't know. But it'd be interesting. Okay, these guys doing endless cacophony on a unit of three, shooting at an Imperial Knight, and the Imperial Knight rotates iron shields. They only do eight wounds to it. And that's assuming the rotate iron shields only gets it to a four plus, not a three plus, am I right? Yeah. Yeah. And they Which cost... Is, uh, they cost so much. Like, GW, GW, why did you do this? <laughs> Again, like, do they just not do playtesting? Is there something that we're missing... No. Where it's like, oh my god, suddenly it's amazing. Or is it just GW does not know what the fuck is going on? My my suspicion here is that we're going to be getting a new Chaos Codex soon. Because yes. we have a lot of new models. We have more I mean, models coming out after this. And we have a new Abaddon who is like Primark-sized. But his older rules are not Primark-sized rules. Is he so Primark-sized? He's meant to be a lot bigger. I thought he was just meant to be Primaris Calgar-sized. No, they, they've said he's near Primark size. If we go to the... Um, oh, shit. Okay. He's a clever. girthy mama. Yeah, if, if I uh, send you a quick link to the... The webpage. Indeed. Have a look Have a look at that webpage. It's the only one I got. Ah, ha, ha, ha. He's now, like, a bit taller than a Primaris boy. <laughs> Is there a comparison? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Their words are standing nearly as tall as a Primark. Ah. Uh. Yeah, he's quite a bit bigger. Did you also notice that he has almost the... Ex I mean, we're drifting now, but he has the almost exact same pose as Reboot Gilliman. Like, if you rotate his head... Rotate? Rotate his head to the other side and rotate the talon so it's facing down, it's the exact same pose as Reboot Gilliman. Pretty much. Which fucks me off. <laughs> but anyway, back to Shadow Spear. This is pretty much the old pose only with the hand turned upwards rather than down. So if anything, you should be pissed off at Gilliman for copying. Um, yeah, but he's got the cack-eyed legs, hasn't he? He's standing like he's trying to hold in diarrhea, but also trying to be heroic. But to be fair, it's because he's standing on a Primaris Marine in this one. He has a reason to be. Yeah, but also Primaris Marine. I mean, he's Abaddon. It should be a captain in Gravis armor beneath his foot. Easily. <laughs> Easily, if not an imperial knight, because <laughs> he's Abaddon, <laughs> motherfucker. Right, back to back to Shadow Spear before we drift into Abaddon. So, back to back to obliterators with your. So, generally speaking, exactly the same review that I gave to the Greater Possessed. Cool model. I'd take them just certainly for fun. They're not too bad, but no, not really competitive. I don't feel. I think in a friendly game as well. I think they're going to feel strong in Beer Hammer. Yeah. Um, which is nice. That's where I kind of want them. 
honest. I want to be strong in beer hammer. You want everything to be strong in beer hammer and bad competitively speaking, let's be honest here. Yeah, because fuck competitive. <laughs> Play for fun, damn it. Play for fun. Play for the gritty fucking stories that you tell afterwards. Never mind my, oh yeah, I just got four re-rolls after one and the other, and then he died in the first turn of my shooting list. Fuck that. Let's be dripping with blood in the tattered remains of a planet while we dual blade, son of a bitch. To be fair, the fantastic tale of Harker versus Obliterator from way back when would be a lot more dramatic if it was one of these Obliterators. It would be. Venom Crawler. Venom Crawler. Venom Okay, so... I'm definitely not turned on by the model. I'm turned on by the face. I'm not turned on by the model. I'm a little turned on by the model. Alright. Like, it, it, I think it's not perfect, but I see what yeah. they're going for. I quite like it. It reminds me a lot of the Locusts from uh, Fall of Man. Resistance Fall of Man. Anyway. Yes, it does. It certainly does. Okay, step one. It has ten wounds, which is sadness incarnate. Why is it sadness? Because it means it's it is bang on the point where it starts degrading with no benefit. Like It's not like it has oh, yeah. any more wounds built in. It's just... That fucking sucks. Yeah. As we like to call it, the Reboot Gilliman Price is Right tipping point. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, you fucking hoddering dick suckers. <laughs> fucking giving him nine wounds. Okay. Giving him nine wounds, that's just pissing all over everyone, isn't it? It is. It was utter bullshit. Pissing all over anyone. Anyway, Venom Crawler. Venom Crawler. <laughs> okay, so it has... Uh, it, it does some interesting things. Namely, it's um, Excruciator Cannon. It, it's main guns. It has two of them. 36-inch range. Assault D3. Assault is nice. Strength plus two. AP minus two. Damage D3. Uh, so it's based off of its strength. And its strength at the top bracket is strength six. So it goes yes. to strength eight. Now, with a greater possess nearby, these become kind strength of las cannons with strength nine. Albeit AP minus two, damage three, three, rather than AP minus three, damage D six. I mean, it's still a nice bonus. It is. A, it's still a nice bonus because it, it does have two of these. Yeah. So it has four shots. Yeah, on average. So it's kind of like a slightly more reliable twin las cannon. Yeah. At that point, right? With it's, slightly it's worse not AP. Bad. Uh, it has 5 plus invulnerable, which is fucking useful. Not enough vehicles have invulnerable saves, and you kind of need them nowadays because everyone's preparing for knights. So. I, you know, I have to say, after, like, I played with. Of course, first with uh, 8th edition. Played with what, sorry? Death Guard vehicles. Yep, yep. Because uh, Dark Imperium was my start of 8th. And I have to say, when I play any other faction where I don't have disgustingly resilient and a demon save on a vehicle, it feels flimsy as fuck. Is that because a Castellan breathed at them? It wasn't even Castellans. It's not even stuff like that, like a missile launcher. It just feels flimsy. Yeah. Compared to my, a third of the time, it doesn't even work. And even then, I've got a one in six chance of war, or one in three chance of removing wounds, whatever. Because Death Guard vehicles are haunted. Death Guard. They're not horseshit, they're brilliant. Okay. As is, it does regenerate one wounded turn, which is nice. That's and a nice bonus. What's that? Sorry, in addition... In the, oh, any time you kill a model with this unit, you regain an additional wound. So they're encouraging you to get up close with it. Which is interesting, because it's not the best... In, uh, 
it's not too bad in close combat, actually. It's basically got a pair of power fists. Yeah, it's got damage three yeah. in close combat. Like, it's actually better in close combat than it is outside of close combat. want to be moving up and, and assault. it still gets so. buffed by the Greater Possessed. Well done. Adds yeah, one to the role of any down. summoning rituals, which is cool if someone's within... Uh, sorry, Master Possession's within six inches of it, which is cool, but also just like... As we covered, kind of shit, sadly. Yeah. It explodes on a 5+, plus, which isn't too relevant, because it's meant to be getting close anyway, so you kind of want it to explode more, which is good. Uh, but it only hits on 4s in close combat and ranged. Right, now, can we just talk about degrading profiles just for a second here? Yes. Degrading profiles fuck me off. Wow. In conjunction with weapons that go off of your strength, right? Okay. Just because when I look at the weapon profile, because I'm lazy, because of the old ways of Warhammer, I'm used to just seeing a weapon profile and it says strength eight. Yeah. Or it says strength seven. Whereas this it's like, hey, do a calculation, now spin around on one spot and roll a dice. And it's, it's like not Ugh. Yeah, but it's work. <laughs> like just make it just make it strength seven and balance the fucking model around strength seven, right? Like, don't give me this plus two strength, but then it, it modifies. Because let me tell you something else, Alan. Let me just I, tell wait, you another little secret here. GW can't balance things for fuck. So what's the point of giving it a degrading profile if they can't balance it anyway? Okay, but if you start saying, because G-dubs can't balance, why do we have anything? Yeah, but I mean, like, but this is not just, a valid criticism. Get no, out. no, no. This, this is just extra work, which isn't fun. It's not interesting. Extra work? Six plus two. Uh, oh, for fuck me, but it's so much, like, extra. <laughs> no, it's not. Just make it strength seven. Like, I look at the strength what? plus two, and it's not a weapon why, profile. Why would you make it's it strength a, seven? You're arguing for it, chaos to be better, and you're saying, just make it worse. Just make it strength eight, then, and balance it around eight. Oh, eight, God. I don't <laughs> No, because it has the other weapons, which are strength user, with two additional attacks. Look, oh, anyway. God. <laughs> God. Just make the whole thing strength eight and be done with it. Let's I do that. I thought you were arguing eighth edition was too simple. Yeah, but they maybe, no, no, they no. maybe had no, two no, no, to no, six no. and everything went fucked. No, no, no. Hang on. Eighth edition is not too simple. Eighth edition fucks me off because they went, hey, let's make it simple, but you also need fifth references for every fucking unit you use. Because you've got a faction bonus, you've got stratagems, you've got army bonuses, you've got character bonuses, you've got individual bonuses, you've got and they shall know no fear. You've got all this fucking crap on top of it. It's like, just make it simple. They've they've made it more complicated. That's, that's the big I, sweeping... I don't think they have. Bolters! <laughs> they made it more complicated. Well, no! Made bolters, it more complicated. Nobody have a problem. Nobody would have a problem if we were cloning bolters. Right, suppress the squad. No, okay. What's your thoughts on the Venom Crawler, then? I think it's certainly there. <laughs> Yeah, I, it's like it's it's reputed to be 130 points, which isn't that expensive. It's not that expensive, but anything else I can think of in the similar ballpark of like small vehicle, 130 points on a Jejun crawler, that sort of stuff, it's just weak. Yeah. And looking at my plate guard vehicles, I mean, plate guard? Fuck me. <laughs> plate marine vehicles. <laughs> okay. Death guard. There we go. In summary for the chaos lot, they're all beer hammer. Fucking cool models. Not too bad, but they're not the most uh, competent. No. And then just... I mean, wait, hang on. Before we get to the Space Marines. 
before we get to the basement, we have we have briefly spoken about this before. It's a pet peeve of mine in the chaos to be the big bad, but they've got worse rules than all the Imperials. They've worse rules than most of the Xenos. They're most of the Xenos. So it's like they're not the big bad because nobody feels that way. Because if you look at the top tables, everyone's just Imperial or Eldar or whatever. They're not chaos. Unless you're Zinch, but then fuck Zinch. <laughs> right. Space Marines. Suppressor Squad. Yeah. The fucking Birdmen. <laughs> All right, sorry. Do you want to continue your uh, your rant about these Birdmen? Okay, the one does thing... Does that, that one have a scope? Yes, he does. He has a scope and a rebreather. <laughs> this is because... a battle cannon that's like 1.5 times the height of him. Sorry, an autocannon, 1.5 times the height of him. And it's a small scope on the top. I thought that was a handle. I thought that too as well at first viewing, and then I just recognised the hallmarks of a space marine scope. That's a scope. Good God. Also, he can't get his... No, based on how he's holding it, he can't hold it to look down the scope. The only way he could look down the scope is if he was lying down. Right? Maybe. Hang on. even then, like, his right arm has to be way back, and I'm not sure he can get that angle. Right. Now, let's just let's just talk about the practicalities of this a minute, which is a very strange thing to talk about with 40k. First of all, there's a scope, and I will forgive the scope because every space marine and their mum packs a scope. Yes, but it should be like, further back on the gun. In, in the last in the last uh, box set we looked at, I can't remember what it was. Some Primaris unit. The guy oh, yeah. had bionic eyes and a scope and like a tactical scanner. It's like what the fuck? I think he was holding binoculars, wearing some goggles, yeah, while his gun had a scope, and then maybe some more goggles he could flick down over his eyes. It was, it was just oh, insane. Like, was what is going on here? <laughs> anyway, right. Now, the reason why Eldar, I can accept Eldar having the jetpacks and the big rifles and the big weapons is because they're lance. They're based off of lasers, right? So recoil is minimal. Recoil is minimal. Now, these guys, they have auto cannons. Now, if they had had las cannons, I could sort of say in my heart, you know, it's a big laser. There's not going to be a lot of recoil. You gave them auto cannons. And autocannons, I imagine, is being like thud, 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 massive recoil. I don't think these guys are meant to be firing while flying. The rules yeah. don't seem to reflect that, and I don't think the law will. They're, they're meant to like be flying to a spot and, and then deploying, right? Yeah. But it's just, like, <laughs> let's talk about the material investment here, <laughs> right? <laughs> because oh, if a bolt gun cost the same as building a hive city in whatever fucking skewed economy we're looking angels. at here. For the blood angels, for the teardrops of blood. These guys, you're you're sending a whole space marine in ultra special armor with a ultra special backpack with just an auto high ground. I can guarantee it would be far cheaper just to make fifty Imperial planes with autocannons. Also more interestingly enough, like theoretically speaking you could just teleport things there. The space marines have way better ways of setting up a firebase than this. Like, that was the whole point of Terminators with the salt cannons. Uh, sorry, autocannons, back in the heresy days. But no, 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 let's just make some weird butterfly men with their silly scopes and their silly feet. To and- be fair, our criticisms of them having no real purpose is reflected in their rules, because they don't really have a purpose. They're also like a worse armager. Yes. And an armager is like a worst knight. <laughs> it's like... 
Do you want to play knights less competitively? Take suppressors. Right, so they move 12 a turn. So they're already yeah, less yeah, than yeah. Helverin. <laughs> yeah. Their auto cannon is heavy 2. Strength 7, AP minus 2, damage 2. Worse than a Helverin, yeah. Worse than a Helverin. It's, it's... It's got 48 inch range, which is nice. So the first question is, why do you need the movement? Second question. I can answer that. Alan. Can you? It's because they also have a grav shoot, right? Mm. And the grav shoot means they deep strike anyway. <laughs> yes. Yes, it so, does. So they deep strike, but they need that 12 inch move because they're not in the correct position. That's why. Okay, but. It's because you're so bad at the game, you need an extra foot of mute movement to get them to the right place. Okay, the first question is, what are they hunting with their gun? Uh, I would say obliterators. <laughs> Specifically <laughs> obliterators. <laughs> to be fair, they're pretty good at obliterators. They're okay for custodies? Custodes-ish? But even then, the damage too, so it's just annoyingly inefficient. Pardon me. They don't want to be deep striking, because that gives them minus one to hit. They don't want to be moving, because it gives them minus one to hit, because their guns are heavy. Now, they do have suppressing fire, which means that if you destroy any enemy models in the shooting phase with the autocannon, then models in that uh, unit can't overwatch, which doesn't really fucking matter the vast majority of the time, unless you're specifically against Tau. Really. But then everyone and his mum <laughs> is going to overwatch instead. Because they have... I think it... the Tau Overwatch, you need to Overwatch with the original unit first. Yeah, hang on, can hang join on. In. But it says that they can't fire Overwatch. It doesn't say they can't declare Overwatch. Which means you charge the Tau unit, the Tau unit declares Overwatch. Can't fire the Overwatch, but then everyone else can fire Overwatch. Okay, that needs to get errated immediately. Because right does. now, yeah, you're completely right. It does fuck all. It does fuck all. They um, do have smoke launchers, which means they can basically, instead of yeah, shooting baby. any weapons in the shooting phase, they can pop smokes and the opponent must subtract one of any hit rolls. It's, um, just, it's just the sergeant that does it. Just the sergeant. And it's once per battle. No, no, it, it's the... Okay, sorry, just the sergeant who does it. Fair enough. It's not the entire squad. Okay. That's nice. But you're dropping now, your damage potential by quite a lot, by a third probably. If so you're playing third, there's of no death. option to increase the size of this unit. But if you're playing Cities of Death and you grab <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the box leaping to its freedom. Um, emancipation <laughs> Fuck you, box, I'll pick that up in a minute. See, Toy Story gets a lot more concerning when there's Warhammer involved, because it's just, you know, you clip them apart and glue them together. So I understand where we, the bits box is running. Yeah, but also like the amount of children that like smash dolls' heads and stuff like that. It's like I think that's more concerning. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to the to the sausage of the party. If they do a grav shat on top of the tallest building, the highest tower in the tallest castle. Yes. In cities of death, specifically, <laughs> you get a minus one to hit them. Now, if that sergeant pops his smoke. That's minus two to hit them. Right? Yes. Which means your space marines are now just guardsmen. <laughs> They're just guardsmen. 
and then you suppress the fire of everything, and then you oh, you just man. win the game. They're you just fucking, win the game. They're fucking terrible. Because you go, okay, so... Now, if they, on just hitting the enemy unit, stop them overwatching, they get real interesting really quickly and probably overpowered. Because right now, what things... Okay, what Overwatch are you scared of? You specifically, Henry. What specifically, I would say Death Watch. Fuck it. Why can't I just get it right? Death Guard. Death Guard Overwatch. <laughs> Why does Death with Guard me? Overwatch scare you? Plague drones with flamethrowers. That's okay. really horrific. Now, um, and also, and also, what's, Eldar. The, what's the unit size of those drones? It's just one. So, it's just the one. The suppressing fire does nothing because you have to destroy a model in the unit. Burner boys, Alan. <laughs> The most lethal unit okay. in the game. <laughs> Fucking burner boys for orcs. Okay, admittedly, yeah. But they're probably also in a vehicle. They're also terrible. <laughs> they're also terrible, but they're probably... If you're taking them, you're putting them in a vehicle so they can't be shot. So this is basically worthless against them. Yeah. Tau, which as we've covered, doesn't work right now, even still. Yeah. What's more... This is only if you're actually good at close combat. And when I say good, I'm not saying your models. I'm saying you as the commander, doing the kind of thing where you pile into, we charge one unit, pile into another, locking into close combat. And what's more, you're relying on the fact that you're charging something like the Fire Warrior. You're not charging missile sides, because missile sides you're not going to kill with a suppressing fire at all. You you're might if they're weakened. Tied. And you're also you hoping that the Tau Commander can't fucking screen for shit. So even against Tau, even if it gets unrouted... This is probably shit. Anything else you're scared of in Overwatch? I mean, uh, probably some of these like ridiculously large unit mobs you can get. Probably some of them it's fairly decent. The other big answer is knights. I mean, in an armager squad, but then armagers split up anyway. Exactly. So. I mean, again... This, hang on, this is beer hammer. This is beer hammer rules, which I don't mind. Like, I like the popping the smoke rule. Even though it's crap, I like it. I think it's kind of fun. I, However, elsewhere. the models look like absolute garbage. <laughs> like, the worst, worst, like, anime 40k combo shit ever. I wouldn't say this is anime. This is, this is I'd, I'd say it's anime. Thing. Guys flying around with stupid fucking guns. That's anime. <laughs> anime would be sillier and more fun, if anything. Okay, this is it would be dumb. fun. But this is just dumb. This is, okay, yeah, it's unfair <laughs> to anime there. I would say this is just dumb, and I don't like the model. I don't like the fact that they've got, like, little ski sleds on the bottom of their feet, which I guess are, like, dampeners. They're meant to, like, meant to compensate for dampers, impacts, even. but there's no way for them to get out of the way. It's also so meant that, to compensate for the impact, but they're also attached to the toe. Yeah. So it's like as soon as you land, it just goes straight into your toe. Yep. <laughs> so also, you're, you're at planet fucked already. Once you've landed, there's no way for them to get out of the way of your foot, so you have to like be leaning forwards to compensate for the fact that, like, oh, God. They're... Well, don't forget they have high heels. They're <laughs> so not they high-heeled just... enough. They don't go down enough. Like, it's just... They don't go down enough, but they can sort of lean backwards and maybe fall over from the recoil of their guns and the fact that they've got giant fucking backpacks on which tend them to fall backwards anyway. I know, one of them has like little stands he can set the gun up with. The other one doesn't. The other one's just more of a man than he is. It looked like Buzz Lightyear had an orgy with a fucking <laughs> gun rifle. <laughs> fucking another Buzz Lightyear <laughs> and a Primaris model. 
<laughs> it's just gone wrong. With a cannon of a tank somewhere involved. It's just, what are you doing, GW? Why? Why has he got a scope and grenades? Like, why the grenades? There's not Oh, on his chest, yeah, they I have don't grenades. know. Who are they grenading? <laughs> what is this? Like, and the other thing down as well. to throw a grenade. They can't hold it in one hand to throw a grenade. Okay, what this is, for those of you who haven't what you've seen, done. what you've done is you've taken the bullet hoops off of Marnius Kalgar and other devastators. You've attached it to a bit of a heavy bolter with a chainsawed handle with a small shield from the last jetpack Primaris unit put on... It's not even an autocannon, like, front bit. Because it weirdly tapers off. And then it has a scope, and oh my god, it's just terrible. There's a lot going on. It's a very busy, noisy, shitey model. Yes. It's yes. brown sound. That's what it is. And the other thing that I can tell you as well from old 40k law is that frag grenades are assault grenades, crack grenades are defensive grenades, and those are frag grenades, my friend, which means they're assault grenades, which means these guys are meant to be charging after throwing these. <laughs> none, of the, none of this makes sense. Infiltrator squad. Yes. Okay. What do you think? This is funny. <laughs> this is funny. Okay. Oh, sorry? What, sorry what, what, what's funny about these chaps? Okay, I love the guy throwing the smoke grenade. You mean dropping it? He's okay. First no, of all, no, no, look. If you look at the model of, all, of the man for the smoke grenade, he's not about to throw it. That's him going, "Oh shit!" He's dropped it. Which, admittedly, they are meant to deploy smoke grenades in their position, so it kind of makes sense. Okay, can I just say that um, it absolutely—if you photoshopped this or just clipped off that smoke grenade—it looks like he's just tapping another man's coin purse. Always about to be helping your brethren get up. <laughs> I mean, it, it's all of the above, really. Yeah. Uh, for anyone that doesn't understand the jargon there, he's going straight for the groin with two fingers. <laughs> it's not a good look. Okay. I'm, I'm a fan of these models other than the small skull in the middle of their chest piece. It's ugly. I understand that skulls and stuff is 40k, but this is just literally like a skull and crossbones in the middle of a flat piece of armour. With admittedly uh, over-designed chest pieces again, because other than it being flat, you then have like a pocket and then some grenades and then like a lot's going on here. A lot. It's, it's a very busy model. I'm not keen on it. Like it's it's almost there, but it's just a little bit too busy for me. I also really don't like their extra ankle armor. <laughs> I had not noticed that. But like, why would weird. why would you carry extra ankle armor? <laughs> to be fair, that was a gap in the old Space Marine armor. It is, but then the groin, left the groin completely open, but they've decided the ankle is more important. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, point taken. <laughs> like, it's not for safety, is it? Apparently chaos, though. They've got loin guards. Anyway, all right, so the Infiltrator Squad rules. I like right. this a lot. I like okay. it an awful lot. Okay, so the Marksman Carbine, the gun they have... Uh, it's basically a bolter. Uh, only for each unmodified hit roll of six for this weapon's attacks, they automatically automatically wound. You don't bother making a wound roll for that attack. It's not an addition. It's not a modified roll. It's just automatically causes a wound. Which, okay, that's... I don't even think that's too overpowered. Uh, uh, You're paying like know. 22 points per model for these guys. Yeah, I'd say the cost definitely uh, 
you know, stops it from being overpowered. Yeah, yeah. And it, because it has no AP either. Like, it, it's, oh, I've got a wound and a knight. Well, it's got a three plus armor save. But the thing I like about them is all of their special rules. Because they do a lot. So, first of all, they can split into two squads of five. That's just, you know, what Space Marines do. That's cool. Um, they have concealed positions. They can be set up anywhere on the battlefield more than nine from the enemy deployment zone. Which is fun, but it gets way more interesting in a second. With Omni Scramblers. Enemy units that are set up on the battlefield as reinforcements cannot be set up within 12 inches of this unit. This is cool. It's not too great, but it's certainly cool. It also fucks over Gene Steeler Cults quite badly, I think. Yeah. I would say that specifics uh, make this... Um, it's weird, though, because Gene Steeler Cults, I don't think, need countering this hard. Like It no. really fucks over them. It stops all of your deep strikes in your hand against, though, basically. When you're near these chaps, yeah. Like, once again, it just... Because we used to have the 9-inch charge guarantee with warp time, basically, for Chaos. Way back when. And then with Orcs, we have the 9-inch charge, then here we go, uh, and re-roll. Gene Stealer cultures pop up everywhere. Uh, this just makes it 12 inches, which, again, just makes that charge. I think the thing is, though, is impossible. when it comes to the cult ambush and you set up the token markers at the beginning of the game, when you reveal them, you bring on the squad from reinforcements. So this is kind of a way of shutting down some of them even spawning properly. Like this, I've seen people talk about, and it does need a routering really fucking quickly because it does just shut down the game a bit for Gene Stealer Cults, depending how you deploy these chaps. Yeah. Like, not being able to use those markers is just... Especially because if you had two to three of these <laughs> yeah. and just set them up across the board, that's it. You're done. Yeah. Like, pretty much, as your first three units, deploy these guys um, more than nine from the enemy deployment zone and any enemy models... And it forces the Gene Stealer Cults to just deploy back in their deployment. Slamagwinus a little bit. Hmm? Oh, it's like Slamagwinus type stuff. Slamagwinus yeah. goes up in cost. And even though it's 3d6 charge, it just makes it even much... You know, it does affect your chances of success significantly. Yeah. And it makes it quite risky and expensive to do. They basically have an apothecary in the unit with a helix adept, if you pay to have him in. And he regenerates wounds for your chaps. Was it... It's, uh... Yeah, automatically, if someone hasn't got, if someone's lost a wound in the squad, they regain one lost wound at the end of the turn. And if you have a slain model, or one or more slain models, and there's no wounded chaps on a five plus slain model, stands back up with one wound remaining. And if they revive a model, they can't shoot in the next shooting phase. That's cool. I mean, it's nice, but it, it's not great, but it's cool. It's just there. And they then yeah. have smoke grenades, so once per battle, instead of shooting any weapons in the shooting phase, they can. Use the smoke grenades until your next shooting phase. Your opponent must subtract one all hit rolls and attacks with ranged weapons against this thing. Well, okay, what I like about them, they have a lot of options. They can do a lot of different interesting things. They can do a lot of different shit. And it's kind of how I'd want the basic Space Marine squad to be. Versatile and tactically interesting. What they are is bad. <laughs> to put what, it bluntly, what they are is bad. Yeah. And again, beer hammer. Mm. I'm not super keen on the um, prohibiting that the Imperial new units seem to be going down the line of. Like, you just can't do this, you can't use reinforcements, you can't do that. Like, prohibiting isn't countering, in my opinion. 
And I think countering is a lot more fun than just prohibiting. Because prohibiting just means done. Full stop. Yeah. End off. Whereas countering, it's like, yeah, okay, there's there's got to be some thinking to be done. As opposed to just, no, no, no. Stop. Stop when right you have there. Like a squad of 10, say, all of them two inches apart from each other, you cover a huge section of the board with no deep strike shenanigans. But they're still not that good. Yeah. I mean, their damage output is just nothing. It's basically Space Marines. Yeah. And their yeah, assets the are like 22 is... points per model. The Helix Adept, if you get him, is 32 points for the chance to regain one wound a turn or on a 5 plus pick up a man. <laughs> it would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> I just realized what I said. It'd be fucking hilarious if the. Because I guarantee you they'll errata it to say picking up slain models. That's going to cost um, reinforcement points. Almost oh, really? guaranteed they'll say that. I don't think these guys are good enough to warrant that. I don't think they are, but the way that G Dubs has been with this kind of shit. Yeah, but these are the special boys. These I know. are the Imperial. These are the Primaris. No. No enough. No enough. Then we have the Lieutenant, yep, Lieutenant in Phobos armor. Do we have Not anything sure. to say here? I don't really know what Phobos is. It's um, basically the armor which the Reavers and these chaps are wearing. Alright. Uh, as someone, like, this guy's been the subject of a lot of criticism on Reddit. Uh, mostly it? if you flip his head upside down, it's hilarious because he has a little mouth on his head because of the way they've painted him. So he turns into like oh a dirty God, space marine. <laughs> yeah, if you flip him upside down. <laughs> He's like, um Oh, that's fucking amazing. He's like a little like chubby dark elder man with the tall pointy hat. Oh my god. He he looks like um <laughs> Hephaestus, is it, from three hundred? Oh my god he does. Yeah, oh whoever whoever flipped that was amazing and it got so many yes. It was so good. Oh um, man, that man's a hero. That's that's the best thing I've ever seen. I had to legit turn my head over to see this, but good God. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Uh, there's so much going on with this model that I'm not it. too keen on. I don't. Okay. Li- I really don't like the fact that he's got two knives. And he's again, got two this was, knives right this, next this to was... each other, so they're for the same hand, complete with a hanging other knife just in front of them. No, no, that, that's a ceremonial knife blade. Yes. <laughs> um, but the thing that everyone pointed out on, again, on Reddit, is that it? they made the joke of, he's the Witcher, he's got one silver blade, one normal blade, because why have two knives? Uh, again, he's got a giant fuck-off scope on his bolt gun. He's it's actually a, a cool-looking scope. scope. I do like the scope on yeah. that. He's got a giant scope in his bolt gun. But he's also got a visor! He's got a visor, and he then has like an additional super scope thing on the side of his head, which then also has a smaller super scope thing on that. <laughs> I think those are lights. Aiming. I think those are lights. I don't know if they are. Maybe they're cameras, just to can't capture Can't space see in the dark is. anyway? They can. Um, he's also got wings on his jump pack. That's the Phobos armor. That's like the Reva armor. That's just the style that they oh. have. Yeah, but the guys above don't have that. No. This guy does, but... Yeah. So I Think I of him as like a Reva captain. It makes more sense. Okay, uh, I also don't like his squawky box on the front of him because it looks like someone else comes over. Like, he's basically got like a speaker, like a really Darth Vader esque speaker on his chest. Oh, yeah, so he And is. 
it feels like someone else is meant to walk up to him, then press the button and speak into it like an intercom <laughs> while he stands there silently. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Like, that's what it looks like. And then the other thing as well is that if he's got this, again, Buzz Lightyear, Darth Vader space panel on his chest, like, A, is he meant to be doing it? B, it definitely has, like, an audio input face, like a speaker. It looks like it, yeah. Like, is it meant to be playing something? I don't know, but then it's got buttons on it. Like, it's, is it a cassette player? Maybe. And then, if it's, it's meant to be... because for his own, like, iPod. And he's playing rousing tunes out of it. it and seeing as he's an infiltration unit, playing rousing tunes out of his chest makes sense. I, I don't think any of that made sense. None of it does. None <laughs> I of it makes think... sense. I mean, he's got a purity seal on his leg, which I like. Like, okay. yep, pop also, that on. When it comes to those knives, they're like nigh impossible to get out of their scabbards. Yeah, fact, he's no, like, I, wait, I, I guarantee close. you, if you took the knife out of his hand, put it in the scabbard it's meant to be in, it will not fit because it'd be poking through his stomach. Oh my well, fucking god! Don't, don't forget, don't forget, he could stand up straight and then lean over to the left. <laughs> That's how battle effective these knives are. Yeah. Uh, okay. How did they fuck this up so badly? I mean, it's, that's the thing. It's not fucked up so badly. It's just subtle fuck ups which make yeah. for a worse <laughs> model. Just, the more you look at it, the less sense it makes. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't actually mind the model. I don't think it's too bad, to be fair. I don't actually mind it, but it's there's a lot of stupid silly. detail where. Why have you done this? Yeah. I can't believe you've done this. He has a little mouth on his forehead. He has a little mouth. I think I think the uh, guys at Games Workshop were already regretting that decision. <laughs> oh, shit. What about his rules? I think he's actually quite crazy. Do you? Simply because of the tactical precision, re-roll wound rolls of one made for friendly chapter units within six inches of this model. Do you know who else has that? Reboot Gillum. No, Every lieutenant in Space Marine Codex. Every lieutenant... Yes. However, he has the mastercrafted Oculus bolt rifle, bolt carbine. <laughs> so units don't get cover saves against attacks with this weapon. Don't you see, Alan? That's that's the way he makes his points back. Okay, for cities of death, this man gets a little bit interesting. I like the smallest bit interesting. And I guess he's a cheap he also form deep of deep strike because you don't have to give him a jetpack. Though I don't know how he compares to the cost of a normal lieutenant without jetpack. Because he costs like 110 points. Fuck it, I know Death Watch can get cheaper than that. And if Death Watch can do cheaper than that, you're all kinds of fucked. I mean, Watch apparently he's better in close combat than other people, but he's just got knives. Like, his, his what, knives... Is, what is he killing? What is he killing? Okay, he has Knife Fighter, so each unmodified hit roll of a six, he gets two hits instead of one. Oh good, with his four attacks, he gets less than one extra attack. With AP 0, damage 1, strength user, close combat weapon. So strength 4. The fuck's who, fuck is who you meant to be killing here? I, I what this model is. I mean, again, I think it's just another one of these, like, the box set is designed for the box set, and that's about it. Kind of like um, Blackstone Fortress. You know how they're like, but you can use his units in 40k, but they're really terrible. Well, okay, with this, I kind of see it as if you... Thematically speaking, I could see why you could take him. Because he's not... Okay, he's shit. But if you want to have, like... <laughs> uh, f fuck it. 
if you want a stealth dude, no, even then, that that role is taken by the next chap who you've already said you hated, the librarian in Phobos armor. If you want a stealthy leader getting up close and killing shit, this guy's way better at it. He just is. He's a shit ton better. Yeah. Because For he, only a tiny bit more points. He can deep strike already. No, he's less. He's 100 points. Is he? Yep. But the lieutenant's less power points. Maybe they've not taken into account... Like, Microsoft weaponry. power points. <laughs> Apparently, according to leaked uh, points costs... No, I think he's... Captain and Phobos is 110. Oh, sorry, that's Captain. Lieutenant is 80. Okay, Lieutenant yeah. being 80 is not bad. I take it back. That's not bad at all. But he's shit! He's still shit. <laughs> he does not, nothing! He's not it's wildly overcosted. He's crap! He's not that's wildly like, overcosted. He's just That's bad. like saying... I only stood in a little bit of dog shit on the way home. Yeah, but it was only a little bit. Like, that's it. Yeah, but it's still not a good thing. It's not a positive. Yes, but he's no Unless longer he got... awful for beer hammer. I mean, he's still pretty bad. Like, I w if I had a friend. If I had a friend. <laughs> yeah, fucking big ask. <laughs> and they were like, I'm going to play this game. I'm going to take this Primaris guy because he's a really cool model. He's going to do some cool stuff because he's really cool. I would just say no. Put him back. Put him back on the would shelf. Would you do that? If somebody was newish to the hobby and they said they loved this model and they wanted to field him, would you say no? You know, I would let them do it. I would let them do it. And then I'd have to play in a deliberately retarded way <laughs> to let them do something with this retarded model. Yeah. <laughs> because it's so bad. You're basically just using a bolt gun on an 80... Is it damage 2? I think it's damage 2. It's two, damage 2. But... I, I still I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's he's not even BS two plus. He's just why, really bad. Why not give some of these guys like plasma? Why has Primaris forgotten about plasma other than the Hellblasters? Because if you gave oh my god a, a lieutenant or captain with a Hellblaster weapon, I would be so happy. That'd those be guns, fun, right? That would actually be fun. Yeah. And stop making fucking lieutenants. Who's buying these? Who's who's can lieutenant behavior? The man who runs three Supreme Command Detachments of Lieutenants. Fucking madman. <laughs> yeah. Alright, Librarian. In Fabos. I like the camo cloak. Plus two to saving throws to this model when it receives the benefit of cover rather than plus one. It's only useful against guns with AP, though. And he's also a character, which means, like... He's not often I under fire. But it's cool that you can deploy him forwards and he's got the camera cloak. Yeah. This guy definitely has uses. They're not particularly yeah. great, but like when it comes to getting a librarian up the field, it's this or like Terminator armor or a jetpack. Oh, wait, shit. If they can have jetpacks, they'll probably be cheaper, in which case this man has no purpose. Again. Maybe. But I, I don't know. I, I think this guy is perfect for beer hammer. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Like, I love that he's got a four sword. I think the model. Like, okay, the model's not terrible. I'm not going to say the model is terrible. You spent about 10 minutes ranting about it last week. I hate it. I absolutely detest it from a law perspective, mm. which is the perspective I come from. Yes. <laughs> but, Unnecessary information, but okay. <laughs> on, on a tabletop, beer hammer, fun rules, fun stuff like that. Like, I think it's fun. I think it's a fun model. I like the idea of an infiltrating librarian because it's funny. Yeah. However, law-wise... Fucking hate it. Like, why not just take a shit and put it on my shoe? <laughs> <laughs> Only a little bit. Only, Only a little bit. shit. I mean, this is slightly more, but yeah. All right. 
Captain also in Cities of Death. Also in Cities of Death. He gets plus three to his armor save. If he's in a building. Yeah, which means it's a, it's a two plus armor save, negating one point of AP. Maybe we shouldn't do stuff with stuff around us while we're doing the podcast. The problem is I have Captain, a green carpet. Captain in Phobos armor. Oh god, I may run it over with my wheels. <laughs> wheels of my chair, not the... <laughs> I don't have wheels for feet. Oh my god, it's gone. Alright, let's talk about the Captain in Phobos armor while he does that. Uh, the Captain in Phobos armor has a ridiculously open mouth. This <laughs> is the first thing I want to talk about, is the Captain in Phobos armor has a ridiculously open mouth. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's like a toaster on its side. <laughs> yes. They should make a new Chaos Hero where it's it's basically Harkon World Ender, but instead of the giant spear, he's just got a slice of toast that he's running for to jam in this guy's mouth. <laughs> okay, he uh, has a shoulder cape. He has a shoulder cape, which, I mean, it's very Star Warsy, which is fine. Like, that's it? not a bad How thing. How much of Star Wars had shoulder capes? It got, quite a bit of characters had uh, Yeah, quite a few people, I take it back. Yeah. Like, if there was one form of cape, I would say that was prolific in Star Wars. I say it's prolific no. in Assassin's Creed, but okay. Yeah, I mean, Assassin's Creed just was silly, though. It was bad. Um, this guy has the sash, which is great. He's got a scope on his gun and a bionic eye. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Uh, they've got he then has a this. fucking drone with like a scanner on it, a skull drone with a scanner on it, which appears to have a. It has a scanner and then has a painted like reticle on its screen, so that too is also. It's also <laughs> a gun target. He also has an antenna on his head and his backpack. <laughs> <laughs> like, how much antenna does a man need? Sure, he's got that. He's also yeah. got a ceremonial sword. On the plus side, he can actually get his sword out, not evenism. Yeah. I actually quite like the straps going from like the sword. I was going to say, I do like his groin straps. Yeah, they're, they're good. But okay. <laughs> I don't like the straps on the cape. I don't know why he's got straps on the cape. Quick point, though. Getting that gun out is going to be fucking difficult. It's in the pistol on his left-hand side. And it's not too bad, but it's also just... To be fair, that's be like a standard space thigh. marine thing. Like massive bolt guns really high up the hip. Oh, it's it's going to be a bit just to get out. Uh, no purity seals on this guy other than the calf. These guys are really, really worried about their legs. Their lower legs, they're terrified. <laughs> put all the purity seals, put all the blessings, put all the ankle armor on. <laughs> it's They're going for the legs. Not the stomach, where they've got very thin crisis suit-esque armor. Alright, well, I mean, rules-wise, he's pretty darn standard, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. But he's he got the camera cloak. And he's the got advanced. Slope, he's got the Omni Scrambler as well. Now that is actually really fucking useful on a captain. Because when it comes yeah. to having a backline that you don't want deep struck, this helps out a shit ton. You know, I actually don't mind this guy. Yeah, I think this guy actually has useful applications beyond just Beer Hammer. I'm not saying he's the most competitive, but he may find his way into some lists if you need a character to be letting some back... Yeah, to like keep some backfield units being buffed with um, rerolling hit rolls of one and helping deny like a bloodletter bomb turning up, that kind of thing. Yeah. It is nice. Uh, his gun is also pretty sweet. It's a mastercrafted instigator bolt carbine. 
which is range 30, heavy 1, strength 4, AP minus 2, damage 2. Um, and he can also target characters. Doesn't matter. Like, it's it's not super good. <laughs> it would have been better if it was a bolt gun. Like, a, a, a normal... If it was the same as the other chaps, 24-inch uh, range, rapid fire 1, strength 4, AP minus 1, damage 2. Or AP 0. Uh, the AP minus 2 is nice, but the fact it doesn't have the bolt of discipline bonus means it's always going to be one shot. And targeting in a character, as we've covered, snipers are shit when there's only one of them. Yeah. But he's not that expensive, really. Um, he also has the camo cloak and concealed position, which just means that you can forward deploy him, and then he's going to be a real pain in the ass to kill. Yeah, like, this guy is versatile as well, which I like. 110 points, but versatile. But, but he's also got a combat knife. Which means he's absolute cock in close combat. Why do? Why not just give him a power sword? Like I get it, he's Primaris, right? We get it. You guys like bolt guns and knives. That's all you guys like. But he's also a captain, and if anyone's going to get power swords, give them to the captains. Come on. Yeah. Are we forgetting that we're Space Marines here? Like, there's something I'm liking a lot about these new Space Marine rules is that they give a lot of. Well, specifically the Infiltrator Squad, they give them a lot of options of what they can do without being an absolute jack-of-all-trades. It's like, that's... that. It's nice tactical options, which Spacemen should have. They should be a little bit more interesting than just a guard unit who does nothing. Albeit, get orders and are more interesting than Space Marines. Yeah. Eliminators? Eliminators. Now, so Eliminators, this is the guy. <laughs> this is the guy. He doesn't have a bionic eye. That's our bad. Yeah. I know we covered it last episode, but he's got a scope on his rifle, binoculars, and goggles on his forehead, and a rebreather. So it's like, this dude is fucking packing. Yeah. Oh. oh, God. And there's another guy with a scope and goggles, and it's like, I get it, they might be night vision, but space rings can see in the dark! Yeah, so it's... Oh, God. <laughs> like, you forget your own lore when you make these just... Uh, and these guys actually could be cool units. Like, I don't mind these guys. I really like the camo scheme they went for the co cloaks. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's really neat lines, and it's beautiful, and I appreciate this painting that's gone on here. Like, it's gorgeous. But, like, it's just the small details that keep tripping up the Primaris range. Like, they get the law wrong, and then they make the model silly. I think the basic Primaris are cool. Yeah. I think Hellblast is all right. But like, there's a lot of like small details where it's like, come on, guys! Like with the whole like double scoping, double sighting, double eyes, all this sort of silly stuff. Double antenna, like, come on, pack it in. But they're double the space marine. Double the space marine. Okay, <laughs> they've got three hearts and four penises. <laughs> Eliminators. Uh... They're cheap. <laughs> I'll give them that. They are cheap. Yep. And this may be their function to like fill out a heavy support detachment because they're, what, 21 points per person? Yeah. like I think this is a great way of getting heavy support. I definitely think these guys are going to get picked up. If you need to fill out a heavy support detachment. If you need that. Which is uh, rare. It is rare unless you're going for the brigade. Uh, which you which might. is rare and a poor option. Which is rare and a poor option, but you might. Okay, so okay, maybe maybe we won't see them, but I'd like to see them. <laughs> this is why you run your predictions past me first. 
Now, they the main thing they have is the bolt sniper rifle. So they're sniper rifles, so they can target enemy characters if they're not the closest unit. And they've got three weapon profiles, stealing a little bit from Death Watch here, except for the fact that Death Watch weapon profiles are good. So, an executioner round, which is one shot, they're all 36 in range. It's one shot, strength 4, AP minus 2, damage D3. And if you make a wound roll of a 6 plus for the weapon, it inflicts one mortal wound in addition to its normal damage. What do you think of that? I mean, it's not the worst. It's definitely not the worst. It's not the worst, and I guess if you have, like, nine of them... I kind of feel like this is going to be the one you pick every time. Most likely, yeah. If you have nine of them, say... So you get six hits, and say you're trying to kill... I'll say a Tau card for Fireblade, because I kind of know the stats, but there'd be drones. Anyway, ignore the drones factor. So you're wounding on threes, so you're going to have four wounds... And then AP minus two, so he's got like a six plus armor save. So he's going to be dropping like, uh, fucking hell, a number of that. Like it'd be three point something wounds that get through. And then D three, so like two. So that that would just about kill. Okay, this does have opportunities to kill some characters if they don't yeah, have. It's enough numbers. Yeah, if they don't have an invulnerable save, so none of the Eldar ones. And if they are toughness three, and if you've taken nine of these guys. See, but I think they're kind of cheap enough to almost justify that. Yeah, to be fair, they are like and like cheap enough to justify. Certainly in Beer Hammer, these guys are just a good take in Beer Hammer. Only in sufficient numbers, though. Yeah. Or if you're taking Brigade, because you're, you're living to have fun. <laughs> Like we all should be. Okay, They've also got camo cloaks, though. Camo cloaks, two plus yeah, arms. To be fair, the camo cloaks do help. There's the mortis just... round, which is where things get a little interesting. So it's heavy one, strength four, AP minus one, damage only one. But they can hit people who they can't see. And they add two to the hit rolls for the weapon. And models you're shooting at don't receive cover. Bonuses. That's can pretty we... snazzy. Can we just talk about the name, though? More importantly, the name. The mortis round. The executioner, yep. right? Which is the person that would end the life of someone. So, in other words, the target would be dead. Yeah. Mortis is based off of Latin for dead. Yes. <laughs> so we basically have the death round and the death round. One is the killing round. One is the dead round. I'm sorry, but fucking get better names. I'm tired of this, GW. Mortis, Executioner, pack it in. Okay, they, they made up a fun name for the last one, but we'll get that. The last one is amazing. I do like the last one, okay. because it's silly. And I also imagine it's completely out of control. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> because no, it's phrased. The Mortis round is useful in ITC, for now. It's got some applications in of death. It's not really good against any target, though. It's no, no, it is not. <laughs> because it's like, oh, well, you know, it hasn't got the stats to do damage to characters, so you may as well shoot at some infantry, and you go, well, what the fuck is the point in getting your highly expensive, not highly, but getting your snipers to shoot infantry with one shot? It's not going to do well. You'll probably hit, but it's not going to do well. 
Yeah. Oh, I'll use it for the ghost kill because the ghost kill is minus two to hit, and this will be plus two to hit. So I'm going to hit on threes with three shots out of strength four. You're not going to do shit. And finally, there's the hyper frag round. Hyper frag. Wonderful name. <laughs> I'm just imagining, like, you know, they're like carefully lining up the shot and then. <laughs> like explosions like coming out of the front of the rifle. They've completely lost control. Like, do you remember the Incredibles? <laughs> of course Which you do. Bit. Of course you do. Where the guy is trying to kill Violet, right? Yep. He's aiming his gun around, he's aiming his gun again, and he goes, There you are. <laughs> I'm imagining that exact same voice line from the primaries, and then <laughs> bullets flying everywhere, wild out of control. <laughs> Hyperfrag. And what this is. When just fragging is not enough. Makes it heavy D3, strength 4, AP0, damage 1. Okay, now back in the good old days, I think this should have been six small blasts. <laughs> right, what, what this does, which is quite nice, is it means that after you've assassinated a character, or if a character's not available to be assassinated, they then have a little bit more usability when it comes to killing infantry, which is nice. It doesn't, it doesn't mean they suddenly become worthless. The problem is, is that they were already not great at killing characters, and this is a really shit way of killing infantry. Yeah, it's it's definitely and it. It's no, just it, bad. It's it says bad. like an objective on a flank, which you can't be asked to send your main army towards. This with them, they have concealed positions. They can be set up at the start of the battle uh, before uh, during deployment. You can set them up on the objective. They're thirty-six inch range. They can sort of cover an area. They're not too bad. They're and also with the best thing. It, it's this and the like Captain in Phobos armor, which is going to say is the best thing for Space Marines here and probably the best things overall. They're yeah. the things to, if anything is going to get competitive, quote unquote, it's going to be them. They, they also have concealed positions, which means they can set up anywhere within nine of an that's enemy. Just, that's, what, that's what I just said, but okay. Yeah, but, but with the whole like camo cloaks and stuff like that, like I can definitely see taking these guys, setting them up in a ruin high up. Where they're just going to have a two plus armor save, basically all game, and just snipe the shit out of people with the execution around, and just be annoying. Stealth themes for tower sometimes taken for those for that exact reason. The only issue is that stealth themes for tower are better at this job by some way, and they're cheaper. Yeah, but then these guys are kind of cool, and I like the model. I do like the model, despite them being silly. I do, despite them being silly, and I think I would model without the bifocals. Just saying. I give them Gene Steeler cult heads because I'm awesome. <laughs> okay. Let's go to the um, Abaddon now. Let's go back to okay. the, the, the traitorous final, dude. Final summary on Shadow Spear. It's not bad. Like, I have contemplated picking it up now and again. Just what, Shadow Spear? Yeah, what, what we've just been discussing. What? <laughs> The box set. <laughs> is it anything like the value of Forgebane? Well, no, because Forgebane gives you two factions you'll never play, which is an unheard <laughs> Amazing <of> value. <laughs> <laughs> we can't quantify how much that is worth. Uh, I need to finish off my, like, Immortals and stuff with, at some that's point. That's Necrons, though, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's For those of you who don't know, that's, that's how we got started, the Necron Codex. Go check it out. Episodes yeah. 1 through whatever. <laughs> so if you go back then, you can see that we were way more optimistic about 8th edition. And like, hey, it's kind of fun, maybe. And now it's just no. 
No, 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 no. Stop right there. Not eighth edition. I'm just saying the viability of the Necron models. Oh yeah, like viability, we're way more optimistic. Like now, we're pretty hard and fast. Like just no, yes, no. But I do like eighth. I do enjoy it. Yeah, I think Um, we've warmed on eighth and gone a lot angrier at the Necron Codex. Yeah, it's sad. Exciting things to come, but we'll tease that later. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, so with Shadow Spear, you've probably made your mind up already, but yeah, I'd say it's worth picking up. If you have either one, like Chaos or Space Marine, pick it up because you've got some fun models, some cool models. They have fun rules, which is another thing I can't actually stress enough, especially if you compare it to, say, the Necron Codex, since we mentioned it. Oh, yeah. Oh, Necrons yeah. They're so, have, they're so bland. Yeah, they have, they have fuck all that's interesting. It's just, here's the stats, that's it. Whereas this goes, hey, look, your dudes do things. And you can do different shit with them. And you go, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, no, I, I do like the the uh, And then you can always sell the suppressors on eBay <laughs> for less than a shilling because no one will want them. <laughs> Unless people are looking for cheap autocannons. Like the, that's, uh, that's my thoughts on them. They, they are truly... I, what's the cost of this kit, by the way? I don't actually know the cost of it. I, that's a good point. What what is the cost of this? I mean, I'm gonna ballpark 110. That's English where my pounds. ballpark is. Uh, okay, what shadow price? Hang on. I've seen like people saying like 80 quid about the place. It's 175 dollars. No, tell me, tell me in money, real money. Because there's places like Magic Madhouse, which are saying 83 pounds. Triple Helix saying 78 pounds. Where's? Give me G Dubs's value. I mean, it's, it's basically going to be £100, isn't it? Pre-order today, what's in the box? If it's 90 quid, I'll be happy. Where the fuck is it? It says you can pre-order it, but I can't actually uh, find I'm, it. I'm following the links. There's a trail of links to get here. I think it's I want £105. £105. I'm still happy with that, actually. I think that's good. I think that's good value, because it comes with the mini codices of Demonkin and Space... Uh, Space Marine Vanguard, as and well as the little Shadow Spear book. Yeah. Do you get dice? I didn't actually check that. I don't know if you do. You do not get dice. Damn it, GW. Put those in. Yeah, GW, get right better now. at your starter kits, because other, other companies do really fucking good starter kits. That's the only thing. The artwork on Shadow Spear, though, is beautiful. I love that artwork. That cover yes. art is just beautiful. Like, Gorgeous. GW have been nailing the art section. <laughs> right now. <laughs> There's been complaints, but... There has been complaints. But Rough and Ready is yeah, doing the, a good the job. The artwork right. has been fantastic. So that that's a Brothers Grimdark. Thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah, thumbs up. If you me. and a friend are interested in that, split the difference. Let's get some games going. Let's have some fun. Keep it PG-13. <laughs> Please. <laughs> For the love of God. Love right, Abaddon. Abaddon the Spoiler is back. He's a little chubbier. He's put on weight. It's all about the hashtag gains. Also, when it says uh, he's almost as big as a Primarch, there is a link, and I guessed it. The link is Reboot Gilliman. So he's a little bit smaller than Reboot Gilliman. Not Mortimer. Oh, fuck no. Yeah, he's obviously not... uh, Not that size. He's not Mortimer. Model review. Let's do a model review. All right, all right. Have we not done that yet? No, we haven't, have we? We we I spoke about my hatred of his pose, yeah, simply because it mirrors Reboot Gilliman if you turn him slightly, Reboot only slightly. Fugman. Reboot A Fugman. 
Uh, the thing I don't like about it, and this is a personal thing, I will entirely admit that, is that I want Abaddon to be a bit more like, very, very slightly more like a beast, and very, very, like... What? Hang on, hang what? on. <laughs> hang on. <laughs> what the Steady. fuck are you on about? Steady. What the fucking S fuck? Let's, let's go back a little. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, 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 no. Explain what you just said. It should be. It should be that he is swelled with the powers of the demons, right? Okay. And he should be looking very much like, you know, when, uh, you know, in a lot of films and artwork and all that sort of stuff, there's something otherworldly about a character. Like there's some otherworldly power that they're tapping into. And there's something like, whether it's like they've got like glowing eyes or like some bestial stance you know they're kind of hunched over slightly with their power and their size whereas he's just kind of like i'm a space marine which again you know that's entirely personal and i'm sure 90 percent, 99 i'm sorry but if, if if i saw that chap like outside my window in that pose i would shit my pants i wouldn't i'd aim for the face <laughs> with my shit <laughs> with my shit with my whole fist i'd just throw it at his face <laughs> I'm throwing a whole fist like, at his face. Abaddon the Despoiler like, turns up and he's like, I've got an offer for you. And you're just like, ah! <laughs> <And> punch <laughs> him in the face. <laughs> well, fuck. <laughs> okay. Uh, he's got a magnificent top knot. That's yep. all good. The, the uh, Talon of Horus is looking fantastic. I'm loving the like two separate like ammo belts hanging freely underneath the bolters. His back trophy thing though is a little bit concerning because it's doing like a full-on pressed play across the place okay it, it's it's doing like this great big full-on like display thing in the background which would be cool it's like if a, those skulls it's like a notable. fan dance behind yeah. him if, if they were notable skulls maybe but i guess they're yeah like important imperial commanders maybe there's 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 a gene stealer skull which is an interesting one like that's that's not a great trophy like it should be broodlord yeah Maybe it is Broodlord because the sizes are different. I don't know. But there's a Primaris Helm, which is like, yeah, probably Lieutenant. Um, there's also an Inquisition Helm. Or oh, Skull, sorry. Yeah. It looks, I, which I is, keep looking at it. I'm not... It, I guess it's meant to be Inquisition, but it's not quite right. My assumption is the, that's what it's meant to be. The teeth are also really goofy. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, I like his sword. That's cool. Yes. It's doing good stuff. Draconian. Uh, I like that they kept the little angry face on the hilt, which the original had. Yeah. Which is funny because it's like that little like. Blade, which is nice. <laughs> uh, the cape is entirely optional. Which I I like it either way actually, which is weird. Yeah. I like him both with and without cape. I think if it were down to me, I would have cape because the cape adds a lot to it. It adds a lot more. A lot of gravitas. Yeah, a lot more gravitas. It adds also a lot more like motion to the model. There's fucking wind blowing and so on, rather than just and emotion. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a little flaming sconce, which I think is important to mention <laughs> because why? <laughs> why is that there? <laughs> All right, okay. Um, I like that they made him bigger because again, I don't know if we mentioned it before, but we were both saying that he needs to be made bigger. Yeah, I was saying that his model is, you know... Dated and silly and small. It's ancient. I think my favourite 
head for him is actually the one with the rebreather. I quite like that one as well, yeah. It's... I'm not such a fan of like the gritted teeth, like... <laughs> He's I, like... I can see the appeal of the gritted teeth and the stoic-looking but... one. <laughs> the gritted teeth looks pained. Like, it's like someone slammed his balls in something and he's like, you bitch! <laughs> Ow! Well, no, it's just you after you've... It's his face after you've thrown shit at him. Throwing my whole fist in. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, if you look at the calm face and then the angry face, it's like post and pre-fist throwing. <laughs> okay, uh, Imperium Nihilus Vigilus Ablaze is the new book coming. Uh, I mean, this this was the whole thing that we were talking about with Ender, because basically Vigilus law wise is a spot in the Imperium that crosses the Cicatrix Maledictum, and it's like safe space. Like the the gash of terror stops here, and then parts the other side of it. it connects one half of the Imperium to the other because the gash of terror is in the way. Yeah, and we were like, why would you send Harkon? when this is where Abaddon should be, right? Lo and, and behold. The, and then in the very next book, they're like, Abaddon's here. It's like, what is Harkon Worldender then? Who gives a fuck who that guy is? Yeah. Why Why did anyone give a toss? Who gave a flying fuck? No one. No one gave a flying fuck, and we'll forget about him in the years to come. And the other thing to mention is that it makes Horace look like a bitch, because basically the whole thing with... Uh, Abaddon. Sorry. Horace is fucking. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't sully his name uh, because basically, Harkon. It was meant to be like a. He's got twenty-one days to capture the planet, or he gets punished by Abaddon. No, no, blah, he blah, promised blah, blah. the planet to Abaddon in eighty days. Okay, right, which is like super homoerotic. Like, I will get this for you now, my prince. Like type deal going on there. Yeah. Um, Point being, like that's fine. Yeah, that's, everyone. Everyone can do their own thing. Um... But then, like, if he doesn't get the planet for Abaddon, Abaddon has to kill him, right? That's just the way Chaos rolls. He I has think to Abaddon should be a fairly understanding man when it comes to failed promises at this stage. Like, 13 Black Crusades. What, are we saying, like, years. he's learned from his own... <laughs> like, he gives everyone else a break because he's so yeah. bad. <laughs> it's like, oh, God, I fell at the Warmaster and I let everyone go. And, like, I had a chance to go reboot Gilliman, but I didn't take the shocks. I panicked. And hey, he goes to me, Chin Abaddon. up, pal. Yeah, chin it's up. just... We all get like that sometimes. It's okay. That's why he was able to unite all like four chaos gods, and like could inspire so many people to follow him. Because he goes, "I get it." None of the like commissar. We're all screw ups. That's why we're here. Yeah. None of this like, oh, you failed. I'll execute. It's just, you know what? We all have bad days. Let's go play catch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With the great big talon of Horus. Yeah. Throwing the spear around. That's why he has like the, uh, the selection of skulls being displayed above his head. There's what he, there's what he plays catch with. Yeah. Pick your ball and then pull it off my back. <laughs> <laughs> it's not how that should be worded, but okay. <laughs> okay, there's some cool artwork. Uh, I really love the artwork of the cover, which is just Abaddon looking very Horace-like. So at some point, we need to really stop turning this into like a visual thing when this is a podcast. <laughs> okay. Like, we can't there's, keep reviewing visuals. There's a visuals. cool image I'm looking at, and I'm enjoying it. That's the description. God damn it. Okay, there's a lot of pictures. New Havoc's coming. There's a new Havoc pictured with a Gatling gun. 
I, I think, hang on, that may just be Invigilus. Because, no, they say Havoc. They no, say it says, what's, the, what's this Havoc carrying? Yeah, it's got to be a Havoc. It must be. It says, looks like what the Warpsters have been cooking up some new guns. Emperor Help us all. And it's a Gatling gun, which is awesome. And it looks great. It and looks yeah, he's really not awesome. Vigilist, yeah. This is what I was saying when it comes to, I think Chaos is getting more, and I'm hoping for a full Chaos release. Because there was also the like new Terminator armor they've teased. Yeah. Which is fucking Terminator armor. Now that we can see the full model of Abaddon, everybody said, oh no, it's, it's actually part of the Abaddon model. You can all fuck off. I was right. <laughs> is it not that bad? Oh no, it's not, yeah. It's absolutely He's, he's got a majestic backspread, like a peacock. <laughs> he's peacocking yes. right now. He is. And no. Right, is that everything for Chaos? Um, I think so. I think I that's everything. Else. I think that's it for now. And should we... Should we tease the grand scheme? We can. It, it's a ways off, but we can tease it. Alright, you guys ready? Coming this summer. Two brothers. One war. Da-da-dun. Da-da-da-da-dun. Da-da-da-da-dun. The planet of Dick Mimus 7 <laughs> is being assaulted. Ba-da-dun. Ba-da-da-da-dun. Name to be finalized. Name to be finalized. <laughs> to, be, to be decided. <laughs> TBD. God fucking damn it. As three men enter and one man leaves. Da -da -da. Da -da 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 -da. We're going to get fucking sued by people who wrote Requiem for a Tower. No, we're not. We're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. So anyway, chaps, we're doing a Cities of Death summer campaign. Summer. Coming this summer. Um, where we will be playing Cities of Death, playing a take all winners, no losers. What? <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be a campaign, and our dream is is it's going to be Death Guard, Death Guard, Eldar, <laughs> and Custodes or Custodes, depending on sure pronunciation. People pronounce it differently. <laughs> Coming to the Ultimax Cinema. Good times to be had by all. Yeah, it's going to be a death campaign. Yeah. It's going to be us running it, so you know it's going to be beer hammer. And the other thing not is, we want to make it. it. Not if you can help it, but we want to make it thematic, erotic, and most no. importantly, <laughs> no, we're, we're not visual. making this erotic. No, visual. Graphic vision. <laughs> Hardcore male pornography. So the plan is, chaps, is we're going to get summer ready, beach bod ready, with our 40k armies, and start doing video bat reps. Yeah. On the Brothers Grimdark official YouTube channel. Won't that be exciting? Release date. TBD. <laughs> summer. <laughs> <laughs> summer. <laughs> it's just sometime in the summer, guys. Um, when the weather is fine. And that's going to be exciting. That's going to be fun. We've got like a whole like narrative thing we're going to do, but we're not going to go too far with it. Fan fiction-y with it. But it should be some fun games. You're going to see how we play, our play style, how we're terrible at the game. <laughs> Out ourselves as the most useless pricks around. I, but 
I feel an awful lot of pressure to maintain the winning. You realise as soon as it's filmed, you're going to be absolute crap. Well, I'm breaking out custode, so I'm kind and of like destined will, to lose. I will drink the tears as I win the campaign, as Death Guard march whole-fistedly over the planet. Summer. 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 Well, if that's if that is everything, uh, until next week, where hopefully Games Workshop reveals more shit for us to talk about, or if we pick up a new codex because we're bored. I'm Alan. Summer. I will see you next week. <laughs>